This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to The Power of Us. This is Abel. And this is his visionary wife. Ooh. I had a vision. You had a vision. And I knew you were the one. What did you see? Oh, you knew I was mm-hmm. the one. Yeah, really? I knew you were the one. Really? Because yes, yes, a lot yes. of people didn't see it. A lot, And that's what I love. It was a like a diamond in the rough. A lot of people didn't see it for rough. years. A lot of people maybe still it. don't see it. That's all that matters. I don't mm. care what they see or don't see. I'm happy I saw it really? 10 years oh, ago. Yeah, I know. Talk to me, baby. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Abel was the one... But it was it was several things. Mm. It was both um, spiritual, but it was also practical. I mean, you guys, girls, a lot of you guys are, are followers of Christ like we are. Some of you aren't. That's okay. Um, yeah, God says and shows. But I think even before all the spiritual stuff, mm-hmm. there has to be practical stuff where you know your guy's the one. Yeah. Yeah? Well, first of all, I don't think there's the one. Yeah. Do you? I don't. Like we say that like just because the one that I chose is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. The one that I knew I was going to marry. I don't think that so by the one is we don't I don't believe and you don't believe that God made a single person no. for another person. No. God made me as an individual. My purpose, my calling, my life, Got my it. it's it's individual and uh-huh. I choose who I share that with. Yeah. Right? And I choose who I bring into my life and who I'm going to share their life with. Yeah. But it's not like God's, when God was making Rosie, he was also thinking of Abel. I don't yeah. think so. He was thinking of Rosie. Yeah. And that's beautiful. That mm-hmm. means I'm an individual. And in marriage, I still have my individuality, but I mm-hmm. choose to become one with yeah. you. So that's what I mean by the one. By empezar. I hope a lot of you young ladies got that. Don't sit here and tell me I'm waiting for God to show me <sighs> who the one is, girl. You can choose. Make yeah. some decisions beforehand. Choose what school you're going to go to. Choose what you're going to wear. Choose what color you're going to dye your hair. Not letting your mama do it all the time so that you can learn to fail mm. while you're in their home and they can help you. And then you can choose the man that you want. Yeah. And I'm glad I knew that I was choosing you because no one thought we should be together. Right. I agree. But I, I just knew. I mean, there was that age difference that like really bothered me. Mm-hmm. But it bothering other people didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. I didn't care what they thought. Yeah. I was like, no, this I got to deal with this stuff. Can you handle it? Uh, but first, before I tell you how I knew you were the one that I wanted, how did you know? You've I don't know if you've ever told me. So, one day, I was walking. Are you being? See, you're not even being serious. What are you talking about? Are you being serious? Okay, I'm, no, I bet I'm sorry. I interrupted. Yeah, Go. you did interrupt. Me. I apologize. Very, very. It was rude. I'm sorry. All right. One day I was walking and I looked up and the clouds said Rosie. <laughs> they spelled R O S I E? No, Y. 
Oh no, that's a Rosy. That's that's another girl. Oh okay, my that's bad. a very Mexican. Doesn't I speak thought, English. I thought girl. it was a sign of like. Oh okay, my bad. No, that no, was your no, sign. No, that was not my sign. Just kidding. How did you know? How did you know you wanted to marry me? I know that I wanted to marry someone like you. So see, um, growing okay. up, I've always liked lighter skin girls. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, you're, you're, you've always been beautiful. You've only gotten beautiful. Oh, as time really? Gone I was by. beautiful? Yeah. Okay. You, since, I'm sorry. You've always been beautiful since I've known you. Okay. Okay. Since I've known but you. But before that. I don't know, man. I, some... I don't know. That It's subjective. You know? It's a little Picasso. <laughs> you know? It's subjective. Picasso. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Um, I had some bad years and you saw pictures. And... Yeah, and when you met me, I was in my Picasso years too. So it's all right. You know? It's a little bit of cubism right there. Um... I like that Picasso years. Okay, uh-huh. and um, and so you're beautiful, and so I mean, you, you checked all those, but genuinely, genuinely, my biggest thing was a girl in her brain. I really did not want to be with somebody that I looked down upon. Yeah, mm. like uh, there's certain people. Uh, I'm sorry, it's the wrong thing to say. Like look down upon, but I like I did not want to feel like a, my partner was inferior to me mentally, or could either. Some guys like that, eh? Maybe I don't know, but that's not me. Um, and I'm not, not trying to be mean in any which way. It's just for me, my thing was like, I need her to be able to keep up mentally in a conversation, in a conversation be able to do some stuff and on her really, own. really understand jokes yeah. that have double meaning to them. Very dry, dark jokes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not really being mean. There's an underlying joke <laughs> on there that actually makes it very soft type of a deal. And, and that's, and that was like my main thing. And, and hanging out with you was great. And yeah. And when we were our, good friends, yes, in our friendship, it was great. So you met a lot of great, great um, characteristics that I was really looking forward to mm. in a woman. So honestly, babe, like that was the biggest thing for me. I wasn't looking for the one. Mm. It just kind of came to be. Mm. And I was just super lucky that I, I found it um, at an early age of but not you having to search started, that much. You wouldn't have started dating me unless... If I didn't meet these requirements to begin with, because yeah. you date, I give to you marry. my word. Yes, I yes. In my in my family, in in my eyes, I date to marry. Like mm-hmm. there is no point for us to go on a date. There was girls that I I didn't even bother going on a, a date with. Mm. Be either because what about those girls that you dated for like a day or a week? Oh, see that was no. See they weren't dating. That Who was, was me. That? that was us talking. And in that day, in that <laughs> week, I realized something where I'm like. And it was a little is it was a little dry because I didn't ever end anything, and see although you ghosted all, people, a Abel? little bit, Abel, that's not a little okay. Bit. You don't ghost people. Yeah, but it's better than to like make them feel bad about themselves, and instead they can be like, "Oh, there's something wrong with him," you know. All right. And it was like, so it wasn't like how do I put this? It wasn't to those like a, two girls that Abel ghosted. I did not leave them I'm like sorry. on a high note of like, "Oh, we're gonna get married one day and right, it's gonna right, be right. no, no." Well, no, it was just you like, literally talked to her for a day. Yeah, so it was like that, you know. And and these were girls that either saw me as a potential suitor or something like that. I don't know. Maybe their moms told them something. I don't know. Because anyway, <laughs> um, it just it wasn't for me, right. you know. And and that was it. So I like I'm looking you dead in dead in the eye right now. Yes. If you if your brain would have not have matched your exterior beauty, right. mm-hmm. I don't think we would have been together. We um, would not be together. So you do think my brain is beautiful? I do think your brain is beautiful. Because I genuinely, genuinely appreciate 
your mind. Do you do you know that you compliment it less than you compliment my outer beauty? Oh, that's because it's a given. It's like it's, it's not a it's given. It's one of those things that I just thank God. You know, it's just one of those things. I thank you, God. <laughs> she ain't I, I knew she was gonna be beautiful, <laughs> but I didn't know she was gonna come with a brain too. You know. <laughs> so you wouldn't have chosen me if I didn't have a brain. No. Right. Well, that's good to know. I like those qualities, and I'm I'm glad to know it. In those sentence, my friends, my listening ladies. I, most of the stuff he said is the reasons why I chose him. Like we had a really good friendship, someone that had good humor. I like, I, Rosie, like dark, dry humor that we would mostly get in trouble for if, if we said our jokes out in public. I like that. Um, but I knew Abel was the one that I was going to choose when I saw he was a good son. Mm-hmm. Um, if he could be a good son, he'll be a good husband. He was respectful. He was loving. He was caring. Um, he would he would serve his mom. Um, he would help his mom. Uh, he would listen to his mom. You know, he he if she had certain rules while he was living under her home, he would follow them. And then when wait uh, to to like really bring it out though, I'm I was not never have been a mama's boy. No, oh, so that's that was, different. That was, that was if different. he was a mama, bo- never. So I see, could never be with the mama's my mom, boy. My mom was a single mom. It was just me and her for a long time. And then 10 years later, my little brother and sister were born. And he was and a good so, brother. That's what I saw too. And so it was like, it was, it's me and my mom, you know, and we were kind of partners in, in life. So it was kind of like, I got to be there to help her type yeah, of video. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not well, let me know boy. that you were not a mama's boy was that you moved out. Like what, when we were dating... Abel had already lived on his own, but you were still a good son. That's mm-hmm. what I meant. I don't want a mama's boy. If your man is still living at home, no. If, no. If he has, no. There's so, I can't. I couldn't do a mama's boy, and I'm not going to have a mama's boy. I love my Eli, and I give him hugs and kisses, but he he's being taught to be independent and not have to depend on me for anything. So, yeah, mama's boy is different from being a good son. You're a good brother. Um, and I knew that you would be a good dad. Yeah. So I, I want you to see characteristics, ladies, that will show you how he will treat you and your children. Um, also, uh, if you want to know if, how a man lives his life, ride in a car with him. Because the, the way car. he drives is the way he lives his life. Dime que no. Alegame. No. Yes, no. baby. You are a type of man that is a little bit impatient. And, and if you want to see his defects, okay? Because, girl, you got to see his defects, too. If you want to see your man's defects, take a ride with him. You're going to notice. This sounds when, like some Bronx Tale like stuff. Like, if, no. if, if Bronx Tale was from a girl perspective, this that, that would have been. We need been, it, too, girl. Do the test. This is the test, girls. It's not a test. Go. Just there, you will find some defects there. What defects? You don't have road rage. You don't. In fact, I love it how when someone is a jerk to you on the road, You'll never flip someone off. You'll never yell. You'll just be like, really, man? And that's kind of how you are. When people are mean and rude to Abel, he doesn't fight back. He doesn't sit here and throw a pity party. He's just like, really, dude? Like, that's who you're going to be? And then he moves on. And I'm like, I like that. So he's not contentious. He's not angry. Um, and you could tell that. If your man has road rage, girl, be careful. Mm. Like, there's, it's going to come out somewhere else in his life. Some of the, def- not defects, some of the interesting things about Abel that I saw 
He is waits that... till the last minute to get off of the exit. <laughs> he, sure he doesn't do. change the lanes ahead of time. Sure he doesn't do. plan ahead. And I plan ahead. I know what lane I start turning into my right lane two or three exits ahead. Mm. You do it right before. And don't tell me that's not how you're not in your life. You, you wait till the last moment, correct? It's not the last moment. But it's close to. It's close to. Right. So girls, you'll know. I've um, only ever had to reverse on the freeway like twice. <laughs> okay. Right. That, you think he's joking, but we've really reversed on the shoulder to get off the exit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, just take a ride with him. And, and obviously don't tell him that you're watching. But if he speeds, if he's really slow, if he doesn't pay attention, if he's angry, if he's polite. You can really tell when a man's polite when he lets other people in the lane. Get me? So that, that was one of the things that I noticed. I'm like, okay, I, I see the stuff that Mm, is it my favorite but i also see great stuff when you drive mm. also um see how your man reacts to some internet being down like if he throws something across the room he has an anger issue obviously we all get annoyed when the wi-fi isn't working but do we chill out and find something else to do do we look for a solution do we get angry and throw the computer away like you really have to see basically what i'm trying to tell you is check out your man when he's frustrated mm. dating can be amazing especially the first three months the first six months so it's great But if you don't have one argument, if you never see him frustrated, if you That's never good. see how he treats his mama, you're not really getting the full him. Yeah. And I'm glad I got to see the full you mm -hmm. because we were friends. Yeah. And then because you you were a single man living on his own, I got to see how clean you were. I got to see how responsible you were with food and, and purchasing and stuff like that. But um, that was those were the practical ways that I knew, like, I can do life with this guy. I'm going to laugh with him. Yeah. I'm going to have a chill person that that's not explosive. I'm already explosive, guys. That was me. I was the angry one. And I had to know that about myself, one, to change it. And two, not to marry another explosive person. We were going to kill our, each other, yeah. right? So sometimes you look at yourself and your defects and you look for the opposite. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my weaknesses were able strengths. Wow. Would you agree? Yeah, so, agreed. Um, same, spiritual. same way on the opposite side. Yeah? A lot of your defects... Um, no, this oh, was going to be a compliment. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Go a lot try of my again. <laughs> or your strengths. And no, a lot of your defects um, taught me about myself, too. Really? Like what? Because, yeah, some, uh, some of your... I drive perfectly. I don't know some what of your you're defects, talking about. Some of your defects um, that I didn't like. Defects even, is in plural? That I didn't, that I didn't like appreciate. <laughs> right. Did teach me of, like, I also Being need to learn assertive. from them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's some stuff that I learned about myself that I didn't necessarily enjoy being in a relationship with you in the beginning, but I'm like, there's something to Give this example, that she's just, I know the example you're she's just a about. little, she's taking it um, to another level of, of being assertive, of like... Um, telling the waiter. Telling the waiter or, or customer service and stuff yeah. like that. And so, I mean, let's say we were at Target and you're returning something, they didn't want to take it back. This yeah. is just a scenario, this didn't happen. There's, it probably everybody's happened. gone through this and yeah. I'm sure you have your own story but they didn't want to help you or they were just kind of giving you the runaround I would have just kind of just taken the loss and just kind of just gone on my way or gone about it in a different way of like either hoping or, or, or not not begging but like being very like a pity party about it and see if it would do get my way but you wouldn't you were the opposite you yeah. You would do it and you would escalate it to the point where it would make it uncomfortable for them and they would do it just to get you out of their hair 
or or whatever. But that would make you uncomfortable. That would make me uncomfortable. Because you weren't used to that. Yeah, yeah. but the, the end result was what you wanted. Yeah. So you got what you wanted. You just did it in an escalate. You escalated it extremely fast of like you went from mm. they just told you one note and then you escalated into that different Rosie where, <laughs> where, where it scared us all in the line that were behind you. And then they were like, oh, snap. We don't want to mess around with her. Let's just give her her five ninety nine back onto this gift card. <laughs> and then they gave you. And Well, you taught me that I, I, I learned things from him. Like, hey, you're kind of accelerating it too quick. Like, yeah. wait to the second or third no. Yeah. So I learned how to still be assertive because that's still me. And I like that about me. But not being rude or, or, or hurting someone, get me? They are in the end just a cashier. Mm -hmm. And I never meant to hurt anyone. I never yeah. meant to like, man, you never think I can ruin her whole day. She doesn't yeah. want to be here in the first place. Yeah. Now I see them as individuals while I still want my $5.99 back. Yeah. So you helped me see that. But I'm glad to know that that helped you you know, be a Yeah, and so yeah, I did that. I've, I've learned to do that as well. And it's, it's helped me. And I think... I think you've balanced my, my, um, gosh, what is the word? Um, non-confrontational like yeah. personality yeah. and balanced it into, no, I need to do what's just. Yeah. And I think that I've helped you understand and you've brought it down uh, a few tweaks. To not be too confrontational. Clicks, yeah. I, I never meant to hurt anyone, but girls, sometimes we do. We we're only thinking about that five ninety nine and not the fact that there's a person on the other side. Um, but yeah, these are practical ways. I mean, Take trips, take a road trip, um, go to Target. Guys, you can see how much your girl spends. If she goes in for a lipstick and comes out with 200 bucks, that's something you got to know for marriage. Girls, you know, check him out while he's driving, when the internet's down, how he treats his mama. But there was a spiritual way. Like everyone told me, almost everyone told me, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Um, and I really felt like, nah, there's something here. I know it. I know this looks crazy to the world, but I know that there's something here. So I went to God and I asked God and I said, I need a verse that can be my anchor. Not only for all these people doubting us, but for when the doubts come with, you know, with us. Um, so God gave me a great verse, you know, that had to do with age, with the age difference with which was what was bothering me personally, our age difference. Everything else about Abel was perfect for me. Even his defects were like, Hey, I can handle this. I don't mind this, you know? Um, and, and God gave that to me and it was in the book of Ruth and no, Noemi tells her daughter-in-law, Ruth, I can't have another kid for you. If I did get pregnant and you waited for him to mature, you'd get bitter. And so what God was telling me was, hey, he's, he has some a little bit more physical maturing to do. Uh, don't get bitter while you wait. Yeah. And it was little things like dealing with credit, um, you know, speeding. Because at, at a certain age, guys speed more. And I had already been through that stage. And it's like repeating certain things. Don't get bitter, Rosie. You knew what you were getting into. So that just helps me. And as wives, I would give you the same advice. Whether he's younger than you or there are diff differences, don't get bitter. Yeah. Don't get bitter waiting for him to mature. Um, even as a husband, don't get bitter with your wife. Learn to let stuff go. Give grace to make mistakes. Give love. Um, and don't get bitter along the way because you're going to be in this marriage forever. Yeah. And bitterness will make you still think about the mistake he made when you were married for two years. Yeah. And that's not going to help anyone. Um, so that's my anchor. My yeah. anchor now when when there are differences in our lives are like, nope, God told me. And uh, you know, don't get bitter, Rosie. 
And and whenever I feel like, nah, 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 uh, what if? What if this is the wrong guy? What if we got married too soon? What if the age difference is heavier than we can handle? I'll go back to that verse yeah. where God told me, you can choose. You have a right to choose. And yeah. I go back, hey, I chose this man. So there's some responsibility on me too. Not everything is your man's fault. You can't sit here and blame him. It's all him and he always, no girl, you chose him now stand by your choice stand firm in your choice no matter what your mama says no what no matter what your friends say stand by your choice that you made in love and in hopefully in in mindfulness also so that list that probably each and every one of you girls has out right now about what the perfect man is that you wrote down back five, six years ago when you were journaling one day <laughs> that you're looking at right now. In that list, I want you to think of that list and prioritize it. Mm. Find some non-negotiables. Some. Yes. Okay? Some. Don't wait Again, for the man to meet some. 100% of that list. No. Uh, I'm going to get to that part. Oh. Some. Okay, I'm talking about three to five non-negotiables of like, this is what he has to have. This is what the type of man he has to be. And then the rest of the 138 things that he needs to check <laughs> off on that list, those are, those are either stuff that you got to understand that it's going to come along the way or he's not going to be the best at them or he's going to do them sometimes. Because keeping it straight up, I'm not Rosie's um, 100% dream guy that I think that she has down on a list and we've talked about this and we and we've gone through it and you're definitely the best that was out there for me though thank you very not without a doubt and and my wife some days she checks off a lot a lot of boxes off of my list and then some days she doesn't check them off <laughs> but she's always checked off the very very important ones um, and those are just non-negotiables that kind of she came standard with, and I hope that it's the same way on the other side. But but there is that there is that that you have to understand is that you will never find the one because the one apparently is perfect. The one meets yeah. every criteria at every moment and every second of the day, and that's just not going to happen because of the the perfect person that exists out there. Is you looking probably for don't a meet perfect it. Yeah. Girl. yeah, you probably don't meet that and one. Perfection is a really stressful thing to yeah. carry. I couldn't I wouldn't want the perfect man because mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. Yeah. And it would I just couldn't handle that life of always feeling uh inferior to the yeah. perfect dude. So I'm glad you definitely meet my non-negotiables. Um, but you're not perfect, so that gives me leeway to be like, hey, I'm not perfect either. We're just in this together. Yeah. Uh, perfection is unachievable. Um there's, there's this great way to state it. Um, there was this really good quote by somebody smart from a very, very long time ago that I saw on Instagram that probably really wasn't them. But it was like something along the lines of there is no such thing as perfection. There is only daily improvement. Mm. Um, so they gave that. They, I'm sure that was quoted as Denzel Washington because they give him a lot of the good quotes now. A lot, of, a lot of good quotes now. <laughs> but yeah, that is good. That is good. So, but really, um, take your list have non-negotiables. Also, I mean, even think about defects. I know it sounds weird because we only think about the good things, but I put on my list defects that I wouldn't mind. Mm. You know, like my man will sometimes leave his shorts on the floor. It doesn't drive me crazy. Uh It really doesn't. And I'm like, look, God, if he, my man's clean, but he's not like a clean freak. I didn't want a clean freak because that would just stress me out. Um, So there, there are certain like what we call defects that 
that I could handle. That I'm like, it's almost endearing. Write those down too, because I know you're only thinking about how good he looks and smart he looks and his bank account and his education. But what are some things that you would find endearing? Yeah. Um, put those down on the list too. And and really, like, don't look for that hundred percent. Look for it's gonna be about anywhere from sixty to eighty percent of that man. And then you know what? have be a visionary for him mm. and know that he could be that man love him for who he is now but always cheer him on and treat him yeah. as as if he was that a hundred percent because he will grow into it with your cheering if he yeah. knows you support him and you have his back and you believe in him then then it'll it'll create that environment for yeah. growth he's not doing it for you and if he doesn't become that you're still going to love him yeah. but but creating that environment for growth for you and for him yeah and so that's how i knew you were the one i wanted that's and awesome, you're still even on bad days when my mind goes crazy and i'm thinking dude we should get a divorce um i'm still like but who would i date dude like mm -hmm. there's no one that has able stuff i wouldn't find it i wouldn't find this same thing in another person so i stay yeah. and then my mind chills out and usually my period is over yeah. and i'm like i'm like what the heck was i thinking i wouldn't want to be with anyone else yeah able's so great <laughs> so i guess you could say i'm still the one <laughs> the one i run to yeah the one that i belong to yeah are we doing it in spanish no, that one didn't work out. Well, it the English one didn't out. work out either. Yes, it did. Shania, oh, it was her number one they song. They both didn't work out. You know what? That was probably a precursor. Okay, it worked out as a song. It worked out as a song. And then they both ended up divorced. Yeah. Shania Twain and Rogelio Anyways. Martinez. Well. Still a great song. This is The Power of Us. We'll see you guys next week. Love you guys.